What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back, everybody. How you doing? It's just uh, me and the two ladies. Yeah. That's it. And I hit stop instead of instead of uh, snooze this morning. Oh, boy. I know. I hate it when that happens. Oh. So it was a rush to get out of the house, yep. throw on clothes, feed 10 animals, take one of right. them out, and come in. Yep. What's going on with you? I know. Uh, <laughs> I was running behind, too, because I decided this morning it'd be a good time to take out trash and recycling when I didn't really need to. Oh, wow. Do you, yeah. uh, you you switched your schedule, your routine around. It was. Is it messing up anything else? Well, I didn't feel like I fully, adequately cleaned up the kitchen last night after dinner. Okay. I mm. failed to take out the trash like I normally do mm-hmm. and i knew that would be irritating because it was overflowing so when she comes downstairs that's gonna, look at you oh you're scoring I'm some brownie points to, yeah is that what you're going that's for nice because oh. sometimes the trash is stinky when you do stuff like that too right so if i don't take it out or scott doesn't take it out i go home and i'm like what is that smell i know what is that <laughs> i wouldn't want her doing that to me coming up is britney spears heading for divorce uh, we got some word yesterday we'll get into that also blindside star Quentin Aaron wants you to lay off Sandra Bullock. And why does Millie Bobby Brown's team censor her social media? Lots to get you caught up on. The first E! News of the Day is coming up. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Right, lots to get you caught up on this morning. Why Millie Bobby Brown's team is censoring her social media. Uh, and uh, I guess we'll begin this hour's e-news with Britney Spears. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's going to be really shocked by the news that she and her husband Sam are getting divorced. He filed. Sources say they got into a huge fight because he accused her of cheating and he moved out and got a place of his own. Of course, there is a prenup in place. But at least one source claims that Sam is trying to get more than he agreed to. Because he is threatening to release extraordinarily embarrassing information about Britney, of which I'm sure he has plenty. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And much of it on video. Makes me sad. A lot of which she puts on Instagram anyway, so how but shocking think, would it actually be? Can you imagine, be? though? The behind-the-scenes well, stuff, yeah. I mean, you look at what she puts on Instagram, imagine it being inappropriate right. for social media, and all of the things that he could potentially have. I think it's going to be more of her, like, um, like mental health breakdowns. Like, I can easily see someone just rolling tape on that mm-hmm. and having that sort of thing. Sure. And I just don't know. I don't want him to post that about her, you know? I it's just all just a sad, it. sad. Well, they hung in there longer than I thought they would. 
Well, supposedly they've been having issues for months, sometimes leading to blowout fights where Brittany would get physical with Sam. These are the reports. He hasn't been staying at the house much um, during that time. I was telling so. Jen this morning, I op- I literally opened my Instagram in front of Jen, and my first post was eight hours ago from Brittany where she's sitting on some sort of horse, and she does all she says is, I'm buying a horse soon. So many options, it's kind of hard. A horse called Sophie and another called Roller. I can't make up my mind. Should I join the camaraderie and put a pink cowboy hat on? Either way, I think I found my sweet spot with Roller. There you go. Okay. Obviously not phased by yeah. whatever's happening in the well, real world. You know, if it's been going on for a while. Yeah. The news breaking of it. You know, isn't. Hmm. Right. I do believe she's in charge of her own Instagram, by the way. Well, she has to be, mm-hmm. I would think. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, the bl- the star of The Blind Side, Quentin Aaron, who played Michael Ower, is speaking out. He wants you to lay off Sandra Bullock. We'll get to that and a bunch of other stuff as your e-news continues here at Cincinnati's Q102. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Quentin Aaron played Michael Ower in The Blind Side. And... Uh... He's so he's a the, big guy. He's a big dude, and he's telling the trolls on the internet to lay off Sandra Bullock. Mm. He says, I heard some pretty disturbing things people were saying about her, and I'm not behind that. Uh, he said, leave her alone. Don't come for my mama. I'm six oh. foot eight, 400 plus pounds, and you don't wow. want those problems. Yeah. Wow. He's bigger than the real Michael Orr then, isn't he? Sounds like it. Probably at the time, yeah. He added that the chaos surrounding... Ower and the uh, Tui family is just heartbreaking, and he hopes that they can come to some kind of resolve that makes everything better. Quentin says the Tuies were very involved during the making of the movie, but Ower was not. In fact, he only met Ower for the first time four years after the movie came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if that was just a scheduling thing or if he didn't want to be there or what the story is. I don't know if I I if they were making a movie about me, I don't know. I think I might want to be there every single day and say, "It's not exactly how it went." Right. Or that's not. I think you would probably be out busy shopping though, spending spending all the money I'd already gotten paid for it. Yeah, you guys do whatever. (laughs) See ya. Knock yourselves out. (laughs) Creative. What is creative freedom? That's yeah, gotta be go hard crazy. though if you're yeah. not involved. As long as I look great. Yeah. yeah. As long as Margot Robbie's up there, we're fine. Yeah. Well, you hear so many times authors whose books get turned into movies can if they are involved in the production of the movie, if they're a producer of some sort, that they can be an absolute nightmare. Oh yeah. That they just make it miserable for everyone. Especially if they're a writer that doesn't have any experience. Wasn't in making the Twilight movies. Girl like that? I feel like one of those big franchisee people It was 50 was. Shades. 50 Shades, yeah. Yeah. I knew it was one of those big ones that it was like, oh, she came in and just everything it was stopped. Awful. Yeah. And Michael Owers made it no secret that he didn't love the way that he was portrayed. So I wonder if when he had that meeting with Quentin Aaron, you know, he said something like, you know, I 
I didn't love your execution. <laughs> Did you have to make me look that dumb? Ugh. Ugh. All right, so Millie Bobby Brown is 19 years old now, and she, like the majority of people, is not immune to the toll that social media can take on a person's mental health. In fact, she has her team curate and censor her feed to protect her. She says social media doesn't really add anything to her life, and she feels more positive when she doesn't have it on her phone. She, she says, I just feel like I could live my life with more confidence and freedom, mental freedom, without social media. I just feel better for it. But that doesn't mean that the good social media, that the good social media I don't get to see. She worded that weird. It means she sees the good stuff. In related news, Millie thinks she's ready for Stranger Things to end. She said, it's been such a huge factor in part of my life, but it's like graduating high school. It's like senior year. You're ready to go and blossom and flourish, and you're grateful for the time you've had, but it's time to create your own message and live your own life. And she's a good actress. And she's getting married. Yeah, she's marrying the Bon Jovi guy. Yeah, one of his, John Bon Jovi's kids. Mm Mm-hmm. She was here in town at Taylor Swift with him. Yeah. Do you guys remember that? That's fun. them together? Fun. Meanwhile, Barbie made another $6.1 million at the box office wow. on Tuesday for a domestic total of $537.4 million. That number makes it the biggest Warner Brothers movie ever. So it's doing in okay. In North America. It's doing great. The previous champ was The Dark Knight, which topped out at $536 million. Uh, worldwide, you want to start talking worldwide numbers, Barbie has made $1.2 billion. Wow. Uh, but worldwide, it's only Warner Brothers' second biggest global hit. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 is still ahead of it with $1.34 billion, But she, yeah, Barbie could easily. There's still time. It could easily overtake that. Speaking of box office milestones, the indie hit The Sound of Freedom has now made $174 million in the U.S., putting it ahead of the new Indiana Jones and Mission Impossible movies. I keep being told i got to see that. Both of those movies, by the way, are on track to lose about $100 million each. Wow. Indiana Jones and Mission Impossible. That surprises me. Mission Impossible was fun, but it was... You know, it's it was Mission Impossible. It was Tom Cruise. Kind of predictable. Was, yeah. It was Did you feel anxiety when you left there because it was so actiony? No. Were you like, bah? No. No. <laughs> no. Did you guys know that Greta Gerwig and Kate McKinnon were? Sorry, calling- just I don't mean oh. to interrupt you, but back on the Mission Impossible thing, my my afterthought on that is a lot of special effects. I mean, part of it, like watching it, is just so ridiculous and farcical and. Despite the it fact that he is. does a lot of really cool stunts, and Tom yeah. Cruise himself is amazing, like a lot of that stuff you're watching, and it's you have to suspend your sense of disbelief because you're like, "There's no way, Come on. yeah, it's not even remotely realistic." No, but I was listening to a podcast that was talking about Kate McKinnon and Greta Gerwig were college roommates. Did you guys know that? No, I didn't no. know that. At yeah, all. They, they went to. I forget the name of the college now because it has left me. But yeah, they were roommates in college that joined wow. like this massive friendship, and that's why Kate McKinnon's in a lot of her movies that she writes and stuff. Great, makes sense that the sense of humor is there for both of sure. them. Sure, you know? sure. How fun would that be? Right, huh? Well, Ed Sheeran is not going to be showing up in a Super Bowl halftime show anywhere in the near future, at least not as a headliner. He said he would do it as a guest. But here's his explanation. He says, I don't have pizzazz. He says, you watch Prince, Michael Jackson, Lady Gaga, like all of these amazing performers. I'm just not that. 
I'm not going to have dancers on stage. I'm not going to have fireworks and blah, blah. I just can't. That's not me. I don't think that anyone else wants to see me do the Super Bowl either. So back in 2016, he was in consideration to join Coldplay to perform Thinking Out Loud, but that didn't happen. That's cool, though. But, uh, yeah, hmm. he said, you know, he'd do it as a guest. I read this sense. morning, too, that Taylor Swift said she is not going to do it. They, there's a rumor that she turned it down. Yeah, turned down I can see that. Bowl. I mean, she's getting ready they, in, in February, I think, to kick off her the next leg of the uh, international part of yeah. it. Yeah. There was a conversation a while ago, I think it was when Coldplay did it, where of me going on to play Thinking Out Loud, and I think that would be the only way that I would do it, is if I was joining someone else. I think it's an American thing. I don't have pizzazz. Prince, you watch Michael Jackson, you watch Katy Perry, you watch Lady Gaga, you watch Rihanna, you watch Beyonce, like all these amazing performers. I'm just not that. That's not me. I would do it as a guest. And then I could say I did the Super Bowl with... Oh, come on, man. We want to see you doing the acrobats and hanging down from wires. And come on, Ed. Pyrotechnics and the you whole thing. You can do it. We want to see you dancing. Put down the guitar. Yeah. Let's see your moves. You got it in you. Maybe we uh-huh. should do an entire Barbie Super Bowl halftime show. So it's like Lizzo, Dua Lipa, Ryan Gosling comes out and sings. The, and then Matchbox 20 could be there. Yeah, that could I mean, be fun. Ryan Gosling be had topical. that number one song. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Uh, speaking of concerts, uh, the Killers damn near caused an international incident during a show in the nation of Georgia on Tuesday when they brought a Russian guy on stage to play drums. Uh, now, a little background here. Russia invaded Georgia in 2008 and still occupies some of its former territory. And Russia's invasion of Ukraine has made relations with Georgia even worse. So when Brandon Flowers introduced the guy and encouraged the crowd to treat him as their brother, he was met with a round of boos and it got so bad they they couldn't recover from it despite attempts to smooth it over. We don't know the etiquette of this land, but he, this guy's a Russian. Are you okay with a Russian coming up here? about being in this band is it brings people together and tonight I want us to celebrate that we're here together and I don't want it to turn over and I see you as my brothers and my sisters yeah well uh, Brandon did not get his Rocky Four moment. The crowd continued to boo, as you heard, and a lot of people walked out. Oh, wow. So after the show, the killers issued an apology. They said, quote, we recognize that a comment meant to suggest that all of the killers' audience and fans are brothers and sisters could be misconstrued. Uh, we didn't mean to upset anyone, and we apologize. We stand with you and hope to return soon. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got for now. All right, we'll leave it there then. That's your latest e-news. More for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a $25 gift card to Papa John's. I did notice Josh C. didn't grab his I pizza know. out of the refrigerator. We're still sitting in there. So. <laughs> Let's go get it, buddy. Yeah, 48-hour rule. <laughs>
First, check the roads. We got Denny's Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Hi, Emily. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello? Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. Good, good. Well, you just tell us which one of these headlines is the real one. You're going to Papa John's, okay? Awesome. All right, so is it A? A frolicking Frisbee player dressed as a fireman freaked out when a dog peed on his stuffed fire hydrant. Is it B, a furious furry beat a guy with a bullhorn? Or C, a frustrated Frenchman in a fairy costume kicks Starbucks worker for forgetting his whipped cream? I will say B. It is B. All right. You are correct. Good job, Emily. That's got to hurt. Well, if you get your kicks by dressing up in a mascot costume, we're not judging, but you still can't commit assault. No. Uh, A bunch of furries had a big beach party near Los Angeles on Saturday. It's an annual thing they do called Sunset Beach Bonfire Fur Meat, where people show up dressed as animals. Right. But things got even hairier than usual this year. Some guy refused to stop filming them. So one of the head furries... Uh, a guy we'll call Wolf Pirate, because I don't have a name, Okay, started beating him with a bullhorn. Now, there's oh, footage wow. of the whole thing. He tells the guy, leave, or we will make you leave. We will make you leave! You can let go of him anytime. Oh. I don't know. How intimidating of a figure are you if you're in a furry costume? Well, by himself, maybe not so much, but he started swinging the bullhorn and then clocked him in the side of the head. Ah, And then other people piled on after that, including at least one other furry. It's not clear who the guy filming them was, but someone online claimed his name is Ren and that he's also a furry who got kicked out of the group. Either way, Ren started bleeding and then screaming and yelled, this is what furries do to you, man. Oh, no. He also yelled, I'm going to sue you until you don't have a life. There are photos and <laughs> videos of the aftermath, including a shot of Wren sitting on the sand with his head wrapped in gauze. Oh, jeez. Cops did eventually show up. There's even footage of one of the cops tackling the second furry who <laughs> piled on the fight. I want to see that one. Uh, well, no word on any charges yet. It's, I thought furries were happy people. I, I did, too. They were, I don't know. I guess just not. one was having aggressive. a bad day. It's not clear what happened to Wolf Pirate, <laughs> but at least one report suggested that he did get arrested. Oh, yeah, it's mm. a lot. A lot going uh, on in that story. Yep, yep. All right, coming up, a classic second date update. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise with your latest traffic. All right. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed. Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
Brittany is in need of a second date update this morning, and we're going to try to help her out. Hey, Brittany. Hi. Hello. Hi. Morning. Morning. Thank you for taking my call. I really appreciate it. I hope it goes well. Um, I had this really great time with this guy. I thought we really connected on a deep level, and I just felt like there was some really serious potential there. Um, I met him on an, like an alternative site. I'm not going to say which one, you know, for his privacy too. Okay. Uh, There's yeah. some really interesting ones out there. What do you mean alternative site? I mean, like not what, like, can you tell me like what? Like finding a sugar daddy. Some of them would be, or is or it like a fetish? A are you into a certain kink, fetish, something? sugar yeah. daddy? There's all kinds of, yeah. There's a lot. I'm just not going to say because, you know, not everyone is the same. You know right. what I mean? Like, we all have yeah. our likes, and some people are just really more open-minded about things than others, so it's just not very, like, heteronormative. doesn't matter. Or... You're just going to find somebody that had similar interests. And we don't kink shame here, so. No. Cool. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so we met for drinks, and that led to dinner, and we had a really great time. We spent, like, over three hours together, and he ended up back at my place for a while. Um, he didn't spend the night, but we let's just say we uh, explored some things. You know what I mean? Know what you mean. Yeah. I just felt really connected to him. I mean, there was a lot of chemistry there. And honestly, it's hard for me to meet people. I don't get out a lot. I'm pretty hesitant. I'm picky. And... It was just really rare that I'd met someone who was into the same stuff that I'm into. I mean, that's why I took him home with me. And, well, there's this vulnerability factor there. And I just put everything out there. And he didn't seem phased by anything that I shared. So I don't, I don't understand what happened. I just I want to know, you know? Well, yeah. I listen, you you went into this community hoping to find someone that shares similar interests. Mm-hmm. And you know, you think you find someone and you're feeling this seemingly real chemistry with this other person and you did spend 3 hours with them, right? Or right. that was just the date. It went longer than that cuz he went back to your place, is that right? Yeah, went a lot longer than that. Okay. So yeah. Would, I, it, would it be safe to say that you, you both saw this through? Because you said he did not spend the night, but you did stuff, right? We did a lot of stuff. And for me, that's that's a lot. It, it makes me really vulnerable considering some things. And I, I really put myself out there with him. I don't normally just do that kind of stuff with someone I've just met like that. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. Special to me, and now I feel really weird about it because he hasn't responded to anything that I've sent over to him. Well, we're happy to call him, but you understand by coming on second date update that you run the risk of wh- whatever stuff you're talking about could very well become part of the conversation on the radio, right? Yeah. It's worth it for me, though, because he's not responding, and I can't get him out of my head. I just want to know at this point, and I'll risk whatever. So you're going to let him go there? 
Yeah, I guess I will. All right, that's fine. I like how you're hedging your bets, though, because you're like, I'm not sure that I want to put it out there. Let me just see if he goes there first, and then then we can go there together. Well, I feel like I have no choice at this point. Well, we give you credit for taking the chance. Thank you. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Trevor and see what he really thought of Brittany and his date with her. Wouldn't it be funny if after all this he was like, oh, yeah, no, I meant to call her. I just got busy. Right. Yeah, right. That was out of town. Yeah. (laughs) We haven't had one of those in a while. No. All right, Brittany, hang on. We'll call Trevor next. Brittany met Trevor on one of those alternative dating platforms, shall we say, and she didn't want to get specific because... Well, it's just not necessary at this point, and we kind of want to talk to Trevor first to make sure we can move forward with this. So without using any last names and getting into too much detail, she told us they had a great three-hour date that ended up at her place, which went even longer. Uh, They fooled around, which is a big deal for Brittany because she doesn't usually like allowing herself to be vulnerable in that way. She doesn't. It doesn't sound like you do a whole lot of dating. Is that right, Brittany? No, I don't. Because you're picky. You said you were very picky. Yeah, I'm picky, and there's some baggage, but I'm not like a shut-in or anything. I mean, yeah. I try to meet people. You're choosy. You're selective. Yeah. Yeah. And you really felt like you connected with Trevor. Yeah, really, like, on a deep level. We had a lot of stuff in common. He was really funny, like... It was, like, easy, you know? Like, we just clicked. And he seemed very open-minded. Yeah, so that's why we're going to call Trevor and see if we can't maybe get a second date or some kind of vibe from him one way or another. Something. Just given the way Brittany is about dating, this is a really big deal for her to put Mm -hmm. herself out there, so she must think he's worth it. So if you're ready, Brittany, unless there's anything else you can think of before we make the call, now's the time. Mm Hmm. Think of anything else, so might as well just go for it. All right, let's go for it. We're doing it. Okay. Hello. Hi, is this Trevor? Who's this? Hey, Trevor, it's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Time out. Wait a minute. <laughs> don't, uh, why are you guys calling? I well, apologize. I don't get to listen a lot. I, I tend to sleep in. That's okay. When well, kind of got that impression. Um, no, we don't mean <laughs> to disturb you, and I'm sorry if we woke you up. We talked to someone who knows you. And she sounds really nice. I guess you guys went on a date recently, and we just wanted to check in and get your thoughts on the date. Oh, so it is one of those dating things. It is one of those dating things. This is going to be weird. What was her name? Brittany. Cool, cool, yeah. So <laughs> are you are you doing a lot of dating, Trevor? I mean, every so often, and I, you know, I just, I don't know who's going to call up with this stuff, but I, I know, I know, Brittany, I know you're talking about. Yeah. I got to tell you, she's very picky. I don't know if you know that about her. Yes. She did mention that a few times. I don't know what else she mentioned to you. I don't know what she told you. Did she say like how we met or anything? 
She she didn't go into detail, but we understand you met on a, on a kind of off the beaten path dating platform, and that's cool. Whatever yeah. you know, we don't kink shame around here. She didn't go into any detail other than by putting herself out there by by allowing herself to be vulnerable. She was pleasantly surprised to discover what she thought was a real connection with you. Did she get that wrong? Well. It's cool. It sounds like she didn't share too many personal details because the stuff that both of us are into is kind of a little bit out of the norm. But she kind of left out a major detail in the whole course of the evening and in the course of setting the date up that I was not prepared for. And it totally freaked me out, if I'm to be honest. And are we talking like a, a, a kink that you didn't think was part of the deal or something uh, else? Not, it goes beyond kink even. I I feel weird even talking about it, but, you know, I'm on the radio now and you guys woke me up. Well, listen, I don't want you to feel like we're putting you on the spot. This isn't ambush radio. You, you We don't have to have this conversation at all, but it was important enough for Brittany to call us to ask you since you weren't responding to her any of her texts. And if you both want to stop it right here, we can. We got Brittany on the we line. We can call it. We can take it off the air. <laughs> It's up to you, Brittany. I don't. I don't know what you already shared, so I don't. I don't. If you're comfortable with me explaining my side of the story, then I can do it. But I don't. It's up to you. It's fine. I. I just want to know what happened at this point. All right. Uh, so we we went out on a date. Things were clicking. We ended up back at her place. We start fooling around, and there's no delicate way to say this, but she doesn't have a vagina. I mean, I never experienced this. I kind of, yeah, well, I I don't know. I'm uncomfortable now, but we were fooling around. Did she have something else? I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, did she have something else? No. There There was just nothing. Like, I... I don't know. She was talking something about, I don't want to get it wrong, but like medical issues. Uh, is it a hysterectomy? And listen, I'm no doctor, right? I don't know the ins and outs of all this, but I thought, I assumed that she, hysterectomy meant no into like ovaries right not like the stuff inside i had no idea that they somehow removed the vagina like is that honestly that's a real thing i've never you're asking the I, wrong you, you were, yeah you're asking you're asking the wrong <laughs> I crowd no here. idea Brittany, you want to weigh in here the way i tell people and i told him was I had a medical condition that resulted in something called vaginal closure surgery. That's how I explained it. it it's, I tell people I had a complete hysterectomy. It wasn't my choice. I had to have it. And they took everything inside and then they dealt with the outside. And this is how I explained it. Doesn't that seem pretty complete in my answer? It's, I think, a far field between you told me this thing that's completely abstract in my mind 
and then the reality of the situation. I mean, you hear, I'm struggling talking about it now because I still don't understand. So you thought by telling him a total that, that they he, took everything that he would understand that that meant and included that that, yeah. and he I just mean, he didn't know that was the definition. And you de- you you guys have different definitions, so that's where the confusion is. But this is the thing: he could have told me, you know. I go on these apps that are alternative or fringe because I'm looking for someone with an open mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, you know, maybe he doesn't belong there because obviously his mind's not very open. I mean, I was very blunt about it. I guess I had to spell it out a little more, but thanks for having an open mind. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, I'm sorry about the whole situation, your situation, like the whole thing. You're very nice. You're very attractive. I liked you very much, but you just got to give people more of a heads up in this situation. Like, if I think if you are more explicit in defining everything, right? There's several guys on this call, and there's women on this call, and none of us I I've ever heard of everything meaning everything. So I don't feel like I'm in the minority here, and I think this is just a misunderstanding gone way too far and and that's it well thanks for your advice mine to you is to be honest with people you should have just told me that that freaked you out instead of acting all supportive and interested we hung out after that and i you even said i'll talk to you soon you led me on and that's not cool you should have said hey where's the stuff you know, or what's going on, or just been blunt about it. At that point, we're in it, you know? And I wouldn't assume that just because I had the surgery that I had, that there aren't other ways that we could, you know, have fun in the bedroom. Like, I'm not inept or anything. You're really making an assumption that that's all there is, and it's not. So you're lost, buddy. All right, guys. Well, listen. This is a first for second date update. <laughs> it's new. We really appreciate you putting yourself out there, Brittany, and having the conversation with us. And mm-hmm. Appreciate the honesty. And good luck to you, Brittany, for sure. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. And Trevor, appreciate you coming on second date update. Best of luck to you. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right. So if you need a little help with the second date update, send us an email, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. Would you use... An AI life coach. <laughs> think about that. Also, do you think you need a a special booze to pair with waffles? I think that's worth exploring. I do like waffles. News that didn't make the news is coming up next. <laughs> 739 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. That's your five steps to make a new habit stick. And is there a special booze you're supposed to pair with waffles? Welcome to Thursday, the 17th of August of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories... It's going to be pretty ironic when everyone's getting their life advice from something that's literally never lived. Google is now trying to create an AI life coach. 
And it's not just an idea. It's in the works. I already know I'm going to pass. I'd be curious, though. I would do it one yeah, time just to hear. Don't knock it Try it. No, I would, I would be interested to say what hear what they had to say, what it had to say. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I'd be necessarily. I wouldn't make that my first stop. I don't want any part of it. I'm out. <laughs> well, here's what they did. They, they taught it 21 different tasks to help people improve their lives. Things like. Creative problem solving, helping you plan ahead better, creating budgets and meal plans, mm. and just, you know, doling out life advice in general. The meal plan would be nice because I feel like there's a lot of fatigue in that department sometimes. And oh, they have a beta version. That's cool. Uh, two people who have been working on it said that Google wants to make it smart enough to give solid answers to, quote, intimate questions about challenges in people's lives. So, like, one example they gave, a friend was in your wedding and just invited you to theirs. But it's a destination wedding and you can't afford it. So, what do you say, Google? How do I tell them I can't go? Okay. And uh, it sounds like the AI life coach could be ready for... Prime time soon. They, uh, they're having another AI company test it right now. So in the near future, you could be asking Google much deeper questions than, you know, what's the weather going to be like? Mm-hmm. I got the beta version. Let's take it for a test drive and just see. Hi, I am your Google life coach. Are you ready to turn your miserable existence into something less pathetic? Yes. Try these three <laughs> amazing life tips that will alter the way you look, feel, and live your life. Okay. Number one, eat healthier. Stop Ooh. shoving meaningless sugar and carb-filled processed foods into your fat face. That's good. Number yeah. two, exercise <laughs> more. Turn off your Netflix, get up off your couch, put down the phone, and move your weak and flabby torso. And three... Go talk to a human instead of me. <laughs> Try experiencing life with a real live breathing person. Well, that's our session for this week. That will be forty nine ninety nine. Oh god! To pay, please double click the side of your phone. Now go get a life Google breath. Wow! Wow, that is I like something. his voice. I like the voice. Very soothing. A yeah. Real talk. Yeah, I like it. All right, <laughs> I'm messing around. So, kids of the nineteen eighties are hitting their forties. And even if you don't feel like you're over the hill, there are a few telltale signs that you cannot ignore. The hashtag, signs you're in your 40s, was Mm. recently trending on Twitter or X or whatever the hell they're calling it now. And here are some of the best responses. (laughs) You're in the supermarket and you realize the music that's playing was the same music at your junior high homecoming dance. (laughs) Oh, God. At the supermarket. There you go. Yep. Uh, number two, the cashier asks for ID for age-restricted items and then laughs. I was just kidding. Yeah. Uh, number three, your social media feed is filled with pictures of your friends' kids and their latest achievements. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like going back for to sure. school today. That's my entire feed is just all of the people. Because, you know, Cincinnati Public went back and Boone County and Kenton mm-hmm. County. And that's where I have a lot of friends. And it's just... A plethora of people going back to school. Right. Which I enjoy seeing, actually. It's fun. Uh, Let's see. What else? What else? What else? Uh, Number three. uh, You had a teacher once tell you, listen, Missy, you're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket. (laughs) 
Number five, hangovers have become an all-day affair instead of a quick recovery. Uh, number six, you wake up injured and don't know why. <laughs> I spent a lot of time what? in my 20s doing that, too, okay? <laughs> yeah, but that was from being drunk the night before and having an incident that you don't oh, recall. so you're saying I hurt myself so, in my yeah. sleep? Oh, yeah, no, I'm fine. Uh, when you're in need of driving directions and you say, well, let me map quest it. Oh, That's because funny. Now, I use Waze. Right. Is that what most people do? Yeah, but MapQuest is kind of old school. You printed out greeting cards and birthday banners with a dot matrix printer at one time in your life, or simply you know what the holes on the side of printer paper were for. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, you already know about AI, and his name is Clippy. Remember Clippy? <laughs> Clippy. Yep. Oh, I kind of do now. That was like a little... Um, like a paperclip guy that was like when you were trying to type out a Word document, wouldn't it come on? Is that who that is? Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what it is. And it was animated. Okay. Yeah. It's like a little help finder thingy. Uh, you jeeves before you Googled. Remember Ask Jeeves? Or this is how you Googled something in your teens. And there's a photo of encyclopedias. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, how about you get great enjoyment from watching birds at the bird feeder? No, thank oh, you. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm no, telling you. you, I do like I birds. I do, too. I'm, I'm I, totally into it. Well, I, and, and, and this I is recent. the uh the hummingbirds. You've got to be really on top of hummingbirds oh. because they can, you can really do a lot of harm to them if you don't stay on top of your hummingbird feeders. Yeah. But this is a relatively new thing for me <laughs> because when I went to Costa Rica a few years ago, yeah. I was there with a bunch of people that were bird watchers, that they all came with their binoculars and they had their little books and they had special hats. Right. And, and I thought they were weird. And now, and now I'm now like, <laughs> I'm not, I don't have the binoculars and the book yet. But I mean, I love seeing when a, there's a cardinal on my fence. Or I get well, excited with the, the hummingbirds, it, though, but right? I love I love cardinals too. I have a lot of birds that fly into my windows at my house. Oh. I've had a couple just in the past couple of weeks knock themselves out oh, cold. Gosh. Luckily, they're fine. But I go down and I look at them, and you could tell they're dazed and confused, and they're yeah, but, just sitting um, there breathing heavy. Is it Costa Rica known for bird? Yes, like, I feel like my dentist, Doctor Carl, went there to bird watch. Like, I believe, like in a specific trip. I want to say there are over four thousand species of birds in Costa Rica, and it might be is it, it isn't it's um, ecosystem. Yeah, like, like the most or something. Well, I want to say its entire ecosystem is like one of the biggest in the world. Like, oh, okay. yeah, like they have. It's, it's one of the most diverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's just more species of all kinds of all things. But it has all the birds that you see like in the tropical shows and stuff like with I the think big so. beaks and the mm -hmm. colors. So it would be very exciting to spot one of those in nature. Last time we were in Northern California, we saw a bunch of cars just randomly pulled over and people were out of their cars and they had cameras pointed upward at a hill and... We stopped just to say, what's, what's going, going on? on? And they were getting, a, they were trying to get shots of a California condor that they had spotted. Oh, But they wow. had like actual professional cameras, like my iPhone couldn't have picked yeah. up. Like I, I had to really look to see, like, where are a you spot. looking? How did you even spot that? Yeah. Uh, so there you go. And then the fifth, the 12th and final sign, you're in your 40s, when you make a noise to stand up. 
<laughs> now you know. Okay, so another news that didn't make the news this morning, if you happen to shy away from buying Eggo waffles because they don't seem adult enough for you, they are now... Lego my Eggo. Yes. They're now elevating the experience in a way that you can't get without being carded because Eggo has teamed up with Sugarlands Distilling to launch a new liqueur called Eggo Brunch in a Bar Sippin' Cream. Huh. It's 20% alcohol. That's 40 proof. Wow. And, quote, seamlessly blends the flavors of toasted Eggo waffles, sweet maple syrup, and rich butter with a hint of smoky bacon. Does that sound good to you? It does sound kind of good. Uh, if you're wondering why, however, an executive says they know it's difficult to be a parent, dealing with constantly changing schedules, household errands, family outings, and busy work days, so they wanted to create something that can help them, quote, find moments that they can savor for themselves. Oh, that's so nice. there. Most of us just take an Irish breakfast shot if we want to feel that way. Yes. Well, special morning news. <laughs> Eggo Brunch in a Jar is available at select retailers nationwide and online in select states. To find a retailer near you, go to sugarlands.com slash brunch in a jar. And by the way, this is not the first time Eggo has gotten drunk. For the holidays last year, you may recall they partnered with the same distillery to make Eggo Nog. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. Which was Eggo Waffle flavored eggnog. Mm, that well, sounds pretty that darn good, done too. well if they're coming out with this thing. Oh, see, now that just all this talk makes me want French toast from Cracker Barrel. <laughs> well, and if you, if you aren't a parent who's overwhelmed with schedules or whatever and need an excuse to try this, next Thursday is National Waffle Day. Well. Which I know Tim will be very excited to eat. Sure. Uh, what else do we have here this morning? You don't need science to tell you that the main difference between summer for kids now and summer for kids 25 years ago is kids aren't able to run off and play on their own as much anymore. Well, there's a new study out of the University of Essex in England that came to the conclusion that modern-day parenting pressures and expectations are keeping children from enjoying spontaneous play. The thing is, pretty much all parents today can relate most of them grew up spending time with their friends outside, playing independently. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to do that now without being judged for it by other parents, people online, and maybe even some local officials. Yeah. You know, stuff like, well, weren't you paying attention? Mm -hmm. Some parents may want to keep close tabs on their kids, but other doting parents find themselves worried over this lack of spontaneous play. Now, obviously, technology plays a major role in the shift for both parents and kids, and that impacts, and that impact rather has positives and negatives. Not to mention, kids don't even need to go out and interact with their friends. Mm -hmm. uh, another factor is the rise in structured physical activities in controlled environments, including sports, clubs, and even camps. If kids spend all day in programs like these, they're they're not off on their own. I'm going to be really interested to see how the generations that are really little right now, just kind of how creative they are. 
Because if everything is so structured and you've got somebody hovering over them all the time telling them what to do and how to do it. Yes. Like, what are they able to come up with on their own? I'll be curious to watch Let's that, too. See what, see, see what everything looks like in another 20, 30 years. I feel like we're a little bit more of the free-range parent, though, than this. Like you we and ha- Scott? Well, because of where well, you live, Because too. of where we live, but also because, like... I try not to, on purpose, over-schedule her. Like, I like planning things, and I feel like I am very helicoptery at times. But I also want her to be able to go out. Like, I'll, like I will be like, go outside just or go to your room and be by yourself and just figure things out on your own because of the creativity part. Yeah. And sometimes right. she does, like, art and things on her own. I mean, she has her organized activity, whether it's cheer or dance or whatever. But as the only child, I feel like she plays a lot by herself, usually pretty well, you know, not mm-hmm. coming in looking for things to do. Well, no real quick fix to this dilemma, but the author of the study says there should be a culture shift where health policymakers ensure children are encouraged to learn about the risks of physically active play independent of adult supervision. I mean, you can blame millennial parents if you want, but they don't really have a choice. Like, you know, there was a time you could let eight-year-olds run around the neighborhood by themselves back in the day, and mm-hmm. now these days you might get arrested for it. So yeah, there is that to consider. And real quick, this was fun. This contest only launched three years ago, but it's more popular than ever. Your 2023 Kids Mullet Champion <laughs> was announced yesterday. I saw a kid with a really good one a couple of weeks ago. It's they, a lot of kids have. Yeah, these yeah, days. I there like was, it. There was a kid in Northern Kentucky, Jeff, that was in the running to win. Did he win? Uh, the winner was from Pottstown, Pennsylvania. My heart is beating so fast. <laughs> that is Rory Ehrlich, a six-year-old from Pottstown, Pennsylvania, who won the 2023 Kids Mullet Championship. It's just hysterical, and I love it. I love every part of it. It's been such an amazing, fun contest and the community has been so awesome and it's it's so overwhelming we went to the barber he wanted a mullet and uh, said he wanted to do this contest that is rory's mom aaron talking there mulletchamp.com announced the top 25 a while back and then they uh, featured the top three yesterday and announced the winner on live TV. They had a live feed of Rory and his mom who who got so excited she actually teared up. <laughs> maybe I do I'm gonna show Jacob <laughs> pictures of mullets and see if maybe he wants one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, you so? should do he's that. got the spiked thing going on up top. Oh yeah. my gosh, all the little yeah. boys. So my kid cheers for K one, which is kindergarten and first grade, and all of the bo- like I would say not all of them, but the, a lot of the boys on that football team that she cheers for, they all have these little mullets. If not, they're growing them out. Now there are <laughs> separate divisions for men, women, teens, and seniors. They all help raise money for the charity Homes for Wounded Warriors. And they've already raised over $175,000 this year alone. The men's and 55-plus divisions are still open. The grand prize for the kids' division is 5000 bucks, and Rory was saying he plans to use that money to buy his sister an alpaca. All right. What a nice kid. <laughs> I had a mullet. Why not? Sure, why not? Did you ever have a mullet? No, but I was thinking you should bring it back. I think that'd be really cool. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I'm next, done. That'd be your next hairstyle. No, I'm sticking with this one, but Jacob's another possibility. I had one from about third grade through seventh i think yeah even scott said that at one point in life i looked like joe dirt 
Like, I forget what picture, what grade it was. I think it was fourth or fifth, and I had the yeah. massive no feather. I looked just like him. I had the massive oh, the feather, feather going back on it mm-hmm. with the sides down. Oh, nice, it was solid. Nice. All right, coming up: five habits to make a new habit stick. Five steps, rather, to make a new habit stick. Among other things, huh. your news that didn't make the news continues next. <laughs> I miss the camaraderie. I used to work as a secretary. I miss office life. Where do you want to go for lunch? What do you want to get for lunch? Where do you want to go for lunch? I get like a sandwich or something. Uh-huh. Or like a salad. You know, just some place where I get a Diet Coke. We could go to Quiznos. Yes, we could. Diet Pepsi, but yes, we could. I love the drama of the office. Who stole my key lime pie, yo play? <laughs> Did you eat my Southwestern style lean cuisine? <laughs> Did you eat my half chocolate rabbit I've been gnawing on for five years that's basically only half an head with an ear and a baby blue ribbon wrapped around it? <laughs> Scrabble it up in my chops. That's comedian Maria Bamford on Office Drama. Yeah. Have you have you struggled with those captcha challenges that websites sometimes use to prove that you're an actual human? Yes. I I clicked every box that had a motorcycle in it. I know that I did. But you missed the little the little the edge little of the handlebar. Handle no, yes, that's the thing. When it's like, do you click all that have a street light? And you're like, well, do I count the arm of the yeah, street yes, light or exactly. just the light? Uh, Apparently, to me, that's you do. Part of it. Yeah. So yes, I get very frustrated with those stupid things. <laughs> when they things. make you do it again, you're like, what? you know. And and I what? have, I, you know, they make me nuts when they're on like this super benign website. Like this isn't a website that's doing anything that could. You know, I'm not even buying anything. You know, I don't. I don't understand why some websites have them. Right. They're afraid of the takeover. Well, I think part of it is they get spammed a lot from yeah. hackers. Yeah. So if you have like a contact page, mm-hmm. they'll often use that to filter out the crap emails okay. they don't want, so that they get direct business inquiries easier. Um, but you're not alone if you've had trouble with those CAPTCHA challenges <laughs> you sometimes encounter on websites to prove that you're human. Uh, plenty of humans struggle with them sometimes. But you know who doesn't get tripped up by CAPTCHA? Who? AI. Bots. <laughs> Seriously? Bots. Of I course. Knew that was coming. Yeah, of researchers at the University of California in Irvine conducted a series of experiments and they found that bots are not only better at solving certain kinds of CAPTCHAs, they're faster, too. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Now, if you don't know why I'm calling it CAPTCHA, CAPTCHA, is, it stands for Completely Automated Public Turing Test to tell computers and humans apart. And for a while, it was actually useful. But advances in computer vision and machine learning have dramatically increased the ability of bots to recognize distorted text. And bots can even outsource solving to CAPTCHA farms where 
humans are paid to solve CAPTCHAs for them. Hmm. Too early to say the CAPTCHA is on its way out, but it's already been defeated pretty easily. Huh. Does it make you nervous, though, sometimes when you get to the next page and you're like, yes, I got it, I got it, and then it pops up one of those and you're like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> there's you know, another like, one. Yeah, because it, you know, makes you, like, the time tickles, ticks down for you to be able to buy something. Not a fan. Is that side mirror on the bus part of a bus, or right. is that considered a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it is hard to make a new habit stick, but not impossible There is a behavioral scientist at Penn who wrote a book called How to Change and posted her five steps for building new habits. She mainly focused on exercise, but this this can work for other new habits too. The first being to set a specific goal. And I and I do use the word specific intentionally. Yeah. Because you don't want to make it abstract. You don't want to just be like, yeah, I want to work out. Yeah, you need to schedule it. It's too general. You got to be more mm-hmm. specific. Like, I want to work out 30 minutes a day. Or instead of, I'm going to start meditating. You need mm-hmm. to say, I want to meditate 15 minutes a day, four days a week. Yeah. So setting a specific goal is one. Number two, planning it out. Saying you're going to work out for 30 minutes is good, but you're more likely to stick to it if you also plan when you'll do it. Like, I'm going to work out 30 minutes a day. Right after my last work meeting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have tried to create a schedule, like for me, where I have this at this time, and I'm going to do this yes. at this time, and yeah. very, like to almost every minute of the day so that I can get done all of the things that I need to get done. And every time I do like a whole week, it's like by day two, there's something that has derailed it all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, make it fun to repeat. That is the third suggestion. Make it fun to repeat. If you don't like running, choose something you don't hate. Uh, you can also try combining things you dread with things you look forward to. Like you, know, you, you, you can only watch your favorite TV show while you're at the gym so that you can look forward to watching your TV show instead of dreading the fact that you're about to spend the next hour on a treadmill makes sense i used to do that with Mad Men, and then i stopped walking on the treadmill and now i've never seen the show you don't know how it I ended have no idea <laughs> <laughs> i know uh build in some flexibility for yourself you know give yourself a break give yourself a set number of get out of jail free cards when you actually get to skip your routine that's for you jen That's yeah, what you yeah, need. i need give a, lot of, a break i have a lot of a those stack of get out of jail free yeah and you I'm won't kidding. always have time and that's okay just limit yourself and don't don't start skipping back to back to back days then you start running into trouble and finally don't do it alone tell friends and family about your goals to keep yourself accountable but don't just rely on them like if you want to start jogging a running club might actually be better than jogging with friends who might flake out on you. So maybe look for people who are already doing what you want to do. Yeah. Just some That's suggestions helpful. from her. Take them or leave them. It's up to you. Forming good habits, new habits, good habits. Habits are hard. Yeah. Habits are hard. You got to, you know, when you break a bad habit, you need to replace it with something. You know, for me, like when I quit smoking, I replaced it with donuts. 
I probably should have made a healthier choice. I put this up on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page. We were wondering what bad habit would you like to kick? Uh Uh-huh. And Joe Linda said, in theory, alcohol. But in reality, it ain't happening. (laughs) (laughs) Cussing, overspending, snacking, soft drinks, sweet tooth, procrastinating, spending money. Just to name a few. Well, what's the point of living then? I know. I feel like you're not going to have any fun at all. (laughs) I was telling you, though, in the Facebook Live video this morning that I've been getting targeted a lot with the wall Pilates. Yes. Do you know anybody doing wall Pilates? No, but I want the bodies of these women that are doing wall Pilates. And if wall Pilates will give me that, I might be interested. And they make it look so easy. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say that I work out, but I am very active with movement. Like most days I close my exercise ring, but not because I'm exercising, because I'm walking around, walking the dog, Mm -hmm. running around the building or something like that. I try to get a lot of steps in, but I think there's something to the wall Pilates that maybe I should check out. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned the Facebook Live video this morning. I did want to call your attention to this morning's Facebook Live video that we did. We do one every morning shortly after the show starts, right around 6.15, 6.20. And this morning, uh, we have an opportunity for you to win tickets to Five Seconds of Summer. That show is happening Saturday, August 26th at Riverbend Music Center. Uh, It's very simple. Just go to the Q102 Facebook page. You'll find our Facebook Live video from this morning. And on it, uh, I shared that my friends at Duncan provided us with a stack of tickets to five seconds of summer. So you can go to that show on the 26th uh, by simply writing in your favorite five seconds of summer song in the comments section. And you are in to win. Cool. One step closer to win. All thanks to Duncan. Try Duncan refreshers, iced coffee, cold brew, and lattes. America runs on Duncan. Five sauce, baby. Five sauce. Five sauce. Yep. Coming up, uh, let's see, in the next 10 minutes, approximately, on or about, your shot at 1000 bucks. the 1K letter of the day. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm good. You saw? Pretty good, pretty good. Good, good, good. Did want to make mention of the fact we were talking about how tough it is to be a teacher these days. Uh, our crayons to computers partnership that we're doing, yeah, called Shop for Teachers, a way to help them out it's with school supplies. So easy to do. I mean, there's four hundred thousand kids that need help right here, in the tri-state, and that's only like four. What four? How many different schools? Not that oh, many. Yeah. I know. I'm forgetting uh, all the I'm numbers. I remember it's 400,000 students. It's so super easy. You just go to, to our website. We'll link you to everything, but it'll take you straight to their Amazon wish list, and you can just click to buy, and boom, 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 done in 30 seconds. WKRQ.com. Yep. Shop for teacher. You got any yeah, teachers in your family, teacher Chris? Your daughter's a teacher at Sycamore? Yep. Yep, yep. What does she teach? Oh, special education. Oh, my God. You know I love her. I hear a lot of really great things about the special education program in Sycamore. That's it's cool. It's got a very good reputation. So you tell her I said hey and thank you very much. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's a nice-looking middle school they just finished. Mm. Yeah, it's her first year she just got hired there. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. Super oh, my cool. gosh. Could you imagine being a first-year teacher? That's so great. That's exciting. Yeah. All right. Let's try to win you some money, Chris. Yeah. Let's All do right. it. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. If you can do that without repeating any answers, you're going to win the $1,000. And then our, our biggest piece of advice that we can give you is to pass quickly, okay? Yep. 
All right. Let's see what you got for a letter here. You've got the letter H. H. Yep. All right. It's in habit. There you go. All right. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> 30 seconds on the clock. I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. All right. With the letter H, name something you wear to a wedding. Uh, pass. A, a toy. A hula hoop. A pancake topping. <laughs> pass. Something round. Uh, Halo. A TV show. Hoops. A kitchen item. Pass. A toiletry. Pass. Something you roll. Uh, uh, hairspray is my hairspray. toiletry. Hairspray is toiletry. Something you wear. A hat. hat. A pancake topping. I went with ham. Hot sauce. <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, why not? Yeah, a little meat to a little <laughs> you protein. Know what you, do? you know what it made me think of, Jeff, is when you go to the, um, ah, what is that, Taste of Belgium, and you get the... Waffle, chicken and oh, waffles. Oh, the chicken and waffles, yeah. And they put the hot sauce on there. Oh, hot sauce, yeah. yeah. That would have been good. I don't know. Yeah. I was reaching. Yep. Hmm. Well, it was a good try. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have a great day. You too. Yeah, Thanks. try again tomorrow. We'll do it around the same time. Yep. All, All right, right, buddy. Take it take easy. Take it easy. <laughs> bye. Bye. Yeah, it's tough. It's different it when you're on. Hard, there. I get it. For sure. Okay, weather-wise, partly cloudy skies today. Chance of showers after 4 p.m. and a high around 83. It is 62 at Q102. Denise. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.